Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the studios of 991 The Hoss in Edmonton, Kentucky, two guys who were the stunt men in the Lego movie, it's the KY Sports Guys. Hello again, everybody. It is the KY Sports Guys, the KYSportsGuys.com. Coach Jay Hurt with you. Welcome, 991 The Hoss. With me, as always, the main man, the stock Tony. How you doing? Man, I'm feeling just a little sore from that Lego movie. You know, that couple, it was of, tough. couple of times we had to jump out of moving cars, <laughs> fight Batman once or twice. It was the most grueling physical exercise of my life. It's the most most physical exercise I've done in quite a few years, actually. Which is hilarious when you tie it to the fact that if you listen to our podcast, we had an intro at one time that our athletic careers were cut short by a nagging Charlie Horse injury, Ouch. which I re-aggravated <laughs> with the stuntman duty. Man, I, I mean... I've got a fear of heights. I don't like heights. <laughs> when they ask me to jump out of that plane, you're ah, like, I don't, I don't know. Man, is this in my contract? But you're a pro, so you did it. I'm a pro. I stuck to it, yeah. It's tough. Stuntman for the Lego movie. That's clever. That's uh, Jordan Dewey doing that read, by the way. Thank uh, you, Jordan. We appreciate him. We appreciate 99 One the Hoss giving us this hour or so to come on and talk sports with you. A special show today. And I have to tell you, if you listened last week, you knew coming into today, I was either going to be really happy or a little down and out. Good news. Really happy. Man, I was a little worried last night. It, it was a tough game, and we knew it would be because beating a team, first of all, four times, you know that's hard. Beating them during district is always going to be hard, and then on their home floor, floor to boot. I mean, you had three things going kind of against you, and you still pull it out. It, it was difficult. It was tough. Our whole team played extremely well. We got contributions across the board. Uh, so many people that, that did some great things for us. But I tell you, the secret weapon here in the studio with us, which makes tonight such a special show. 3,000 point, actually 3,025 is where she's sitting and right now. And counting. And counting. I don't know how many rebounds. She had 21 last night, but I don't know how many in total. 17, 1,800, nah, something like that. It's a lot. A, a special player, a senior for the Lady Hornets, Miss Mackenzie Coleman. Mackenzie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. She's excited to be here, and uh, we're going to ask her <laughs> some questions as we go, but we're also going to kind of get her involved. That's in the right. program. We hope to keep her around long enough that she does cast off. For those of you who are uh, regular listeners, you know at the end we always end with kind of a non-sports related cast off, which little hint, if Miss Lakita, Miss Vicky, if any of the middle school staff is listening, we took your list, kind of changed a couple things, but we're going to do one that you gave us a suggestion for. So we're excited and we hope Kenzie sticks around. I feel like, as a hint, it's going to be something tasty. And I feel like we've done a lot of tasty cast-offs. <laughs> hey, another hint. I don't know if you're ready for this or not. Are you ready for the sponsor? 
Uh, we can do it. I'll have to just get it over here. And, and I, I, here's why. Because it's something our sponsor may not be excited about. Oh, yeah. Well, no. The, or they may be excited I kind of feel it. like, here's the hit. I feel like uh, we go, you know, if you listen to the podcast, we go into a little bit of Caesar. Caesar's one of our favorites. Julius we Caesar. love it. One of the first things is, is when he's out there leading the men about town to, to wear out their soles of the shoes so he can get himself into so more it's work. good work. So you're saying this cast off leads to work. It might be for our sponsor. Might be for Miller Family Dentistry. If you go to Miller Family Dentistry for the dental service, and here's a little fact for you: Iceland's president. This is via Huffington Post. Iceland's president wishes he could ban pineapple as a pizza topping. <laughs> now, I cannot pronounce his name. It's It's G U O with some squiggly thing over it. N I. Then his middle name's T H. Period. Johannesson. Some sure, Johannes Norwegian, Iceland, Iceland. Sorry, says if he could, he'd pass a law banning pineapple from being used as pizza topping in his country. He made this saucy comment, and that's Huffington Post being clever today. <laughs> to saucy a group, was actually brought up in practice today. There so we go works. to a group of high school students in the town of Acuria, according to Iceland Magazine. So, if you go to Doctor Miller, maybe uh, he'll help you with that too. Uh, they have that quality of industry, the personal attention right here at Edmonton at 108 Elmore Street. And they're doing the Stark Pier widening system now. You need to ask them uh, that. They're having some great luck with that. Call them up for an appointment, 432-7211, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 430. Once again, that's Miller Family Dentistry, 432-7211, and tell them the KY Sports Guy sent you. We appreciate them very much. Kenzie, we have to ask, this is the first question, perhaps the most important question. How do you feel? What's your uh, take, your position on pineapple as a pizza topping. Mm, not a big fan, honestly. Whoa. I've never, yeah, I've never Whoa. really ate it on there. So Wait a minute. Now, hold on. <laughs> You're not a big fan, but you've never eaten it on well, pizza. Just, I, I just don't think it's a good combination. Well, let me just tell you. <laughs> Nor did I. And then I tried it. And I, it changes your world. You must go out tonight. If you've not eaten if <clears throat> if your mom or dad is not making some tasty treat at home, go check it out. I'm telling you, go buy you one. And, and you're gonna. I think your world's gonna be changed. Now you're gonna be shocked. I have to side with uh, Mackenzie here. I've never had it either, but it just sounds disgusting. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, when I think of pizza, the the toppings are pretty clear. There's a clear list of mm-hmm. pizza toppings. Pineapple, not one of those toppings. So I would have to open up a can on, just like the Icelandic president, that pineapple bad choice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna type out right now a, a, a poll for Twitter. Okay, I so love if it. If you're listening at KY Sports Guys on Twitter. Does pineapple belong on pizza? I think I'm going to get crushed on this one, by the way. <coughs> but go vote uh, on Twitter, KY Sports Guys, at KY Sports Guys on Twitter. Yes or no, does pineapple belong on pizza? So that's where we start today. We have a great show. Mackenzie Coleman's going to talk a little bit about uh, her career. 3,000 points, which is it's unheard of. I think she's the 23rd, 22nd, 23rd uh, female high school player in the state of Kentucky. And they've been playing high school girls basketball since 1975. Title IX reintroduced. You were born, correct? They actually had it in the 20s and 30s. Ashland was the dominant school in the 20s and 30s. Then they disbanded. Too strenuous for girls. Mm. That was the thought back in the 20s and 30s. About 74, 75, thanks to Title IX. Re, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It came again. Exactly. Reintroduced. Rebooted. Thank you. See, rebooted was the word I was looking for. So you take that. This is about year 42 of high school girls basketball times 268 teams this year pre-consolidation probably 300 some odd teams etc t 
tens of thousands of high school players that have played, and Mackenzie Coleman is the 23rd, I think, player to break 3,000. That's extremely impressive. By the way, we got Scott Johnson right now saying he agrees with me on the pineapple on pizza. Go vote at, on, the, on Twitter at KY Sports, guys. Pineapple on pizza. Not where Kenzie thought she was going to start this. No, interview, of course not. But you know, that's, it's got to be something a little bit different. <laughs> I, I do want to. We want to go ahead and jump into this interview. We don't want to leave Kenzie just hanging over here. Well, let let's uh, for the audience who was not listening last night, maybe they were there. Who's not heard it a couple times being played today? And Kenzie's not heard it. Let's listen to the call from last night's game. This is Mike Wilson and Glenn Wharf. I don't know if Glenn's on here, or not for sure, but Mike and Glenn doing the call of Mackenzie getting her three thousandth point. It came very early. I, I was listening myself. I didn't get to make it out. I'm hoping to make it out tomorrow. Hey, and by the way, before you play it, awesome step back three to get it going. Just crazy shot. Step back three. Then an and one and then this. Yeah, that's right. So literally, the, you got a three-pointer the new way. New way. Then a three-pointer the old way. way. And the three-pointer the old-fashioned way. Which shows your versatility, by the way. At 6'3", which has always been impressive to me, the fact that you can shoot from 22 feet with a step back to boot, which is just crazy. And anyway... Very early in the game, you got a free throw for your 3,000th point. There it is! 3,000 points! Again, because all six of the Lady Hornets points, and it didn't take too long. Uh, well, two minutes and 20 seconds. All right, so Mike, let us know. Two minutes and 20 seconds into the game. Got it out of the way early. Which, you know, I'm all about some drama, but that was fine with me to get out of the way early. Well, you know, we were going to need more than six points for, for us to advance, so I was glad to get it out of the way early. You know what's impressive about that, besides Mike's call, which is tremendous, great job. Mike and Glenn do a good job, and Glenn's been out, and you know, really appreciate the radio, 99.1 The Halls for doing it, and the sponsors, et cetera. It really makes a difference. We appreciate that community support and getting it out there. Great call, but then the background. Yes. My goodness, the crowd was so wonderful. We We had it packed. We probably had... I would hate to guess how many much more than we had than than anybody else that was there. Our student section was fantastic. Kenzie, I'll turn it to you. I know you're aware. You're trying to focus. How hard is it to, to focus on the task at hand, but yet that kind of crazy surroundings going on? Well, honestly, I kind of like it. I mean, sometimes I feel like at the home games, we don't have that atmosphere. But last year, this year, I feel like the district atmosphere has just been great to play in. And like the other schools, they just can't even match up to it. So it's Really a big treat for all the girls out there. It really gets us hyped up. So I yeah, just hope that intensity comes back on Thursday. I think it's going to be there yeah. and, and maybe even more. I, I think if you look at the tweets and the Facebook, a lot of people are Facebooking your shot, by the way. I saw two or three different yeah. Facebook live or videos. You know, that's amazing with social media, what you can do. We've, we Periscope quite often. Or, or, and uh, we saw a lot of different ones of that. I saw the pep section there, a lot of signs, mm-hmm. a lot of just wonderful uh, atmospheres you mentioned. So it's great to see that, and I'm sure if you're listening, get out tomorrow night. It's at seven tomorrow night, Coach. I'm not giving some bad seven o'clock. And if you're listening to me, uh, heck up along in the background. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are listening tonight. And they're like, "Hey, have a good show tonight." And I'm sitting here just coughing and hacking. But he uh, swallowed a fly. I think. <laughs> that's what we'll go with. But yeah, seven o'clock, Cumberland County High School over in Burksville, not a far drive. And I'm telling you, uh, the Hornet faithful were out in force, and it was so much fun. Kenzie mm-hmm. makes a great point. Our kids, every one of our kids, they love it. They love the crowd. We've had some really great ca- uh, crowds at home, and every once in a while it gets rowdy and it gets yeah. going and, and it gets you fired up, and uh, I know that was true. Uh, let me ask you this. Anything going through your mind, you're sitting there at the free throw line. I know you're aware of it. 
I mean, it would be silly to suggest that you're not aware of it. You knew going in because we've tracked it. Six points is 3,000. It's a special moment for anybody. What's going through your mind as you're sitting there on the free throw line? Well, first of all, I'm like, don't miss this, Kinsey. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, that'd be terrible. You just get that shot, and then just like everyone's ready, and then, uh, you know, <laughs> move on. But, um, no, I was just, that's one accomplishment I never thought I'd really get to. So to get to that, it's just really, you know, rewarding, and that all my hard work's paid off in the end. You know, if you took Coach Hertz and my career points and <laughs> – <laughs> what number would we and multiply them by? I think we'd have to do some sort of exponent. Yes, we would, square roots would Triple, be yeah. three. What's the computers? Three? Square, and, a, yeah, exactly. Binary uh, code would have to be involved. It looked like a chemistry problem. <laughs> It'd be like Goodwill Hunting would have to come yes. in and fix this problem. Yes, when to we get were us out. to three thousand. Although, if we added your church league exploits, yeah, that would get us locked. You'd closer. be there. Did you hear? I, yeah. know, I don't know if you listen to the show on a regular basis, but was it a podcast or a live? It was, show? It was a live show, and I think I have a lot of incredulous, incredulous listeners. <laughs> But where where Stuck Tony basically said his best game ever in basketball is sixty four. Wow. He put in he put in sixty four, which I think you've had forty two yeah. a couple of times, and she's been in the forties several times. He had sixty four. But it, it tell the rest of the story. Well, I mean it was it was a church league game. <laughs> I'm I'm think the opponent had five players. Yes. It may they may have we been don't like know a, they may have been like cabbage patch dolls or something. <laughs> There were some under ten year olds playing. So yeah, we I'm, know not that. Sure. I'm not he sure. He was my, a grown man. My player, yeah, <laughs> it was last week. So yeah. like player coach. <laughs> yeah, player coach <laughs> slash for sixty four. But the point is this, uh, and uh Stock Tony had a, a very fine high school career. Uh I was on the team somewhere. I'm in the picture. I'm pretty sure I was there. Uh but really a thousand is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And we give a ball away for that. Two thousand, you're just like, Wow, you gotta be kidding me. 3,000, it's just it's beyond your wildest dreams, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get a lot of Twitter buzz on this uh, question, so Uh-oh. let's free a few people. On the pineapple we try to do, Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Jackie Verocher says, uh, pineapple does not go on pizza. There you go, Jack. Good job, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> oh, Jackie Verocher Yeah, Rocher Jackie Verocher, yeah. Uh, you know, it was Jack that Jack. corrected us on the Waffle House. Thing. I know. They, they, a family and we appreciate Experts? Yes, I agree with that. So uh, no pineapple. No, they say no. Angela Kerr says no pineapple on pizza either. Okay. No. Gotcha. Chris Huffman says he's with Kenzie. No pineapple. I like it. But Scott Johnson, as I've said, is with me. Then Pound Sand, Tyler Johnson 21, says uh, no. Does ketchup belong on mac and cheese? No. <laughs> no. No. That's a definite no. And, and then uh, David DeVore says he's asking the question, chunked or crushed? I'm going sliced there. It's going to be sliced, I think. I would think chunked. What do you think? I mean, chunked one of you like pineapples. It. Well, um, chunked, I don't, that's like smashed kind of. like. Yeah, I think it's a paste almost. <laughs> yeah. No, that's crushed. <clears throat> no, but like when you get it like at Pizza or something, it's just going to be like sliced in a little. Yeah, I think so. Sliced, sliced but yeah. still, that's kind yeah. of in a chunk. chunk. Yeah, chunk. Yeah. I think fresh is what we need most. Fresh See, pineapple. I don't, I've never had like real pineapple. Not just like straight from the Hawaiian tree. Right, exactly. Whereas we had a group, you know, uh, was it Freddie Harbison? Some of those people went to Hawaii just mm-hmm. recently, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who have been to Hawaii. They say that pineapple is just different. That's yeah. that's a totally different animal. The only pineapple I've ever had is come with a dole can. You know, I mean, I'm just and I never cared for it. The texture, I have a problem with. A texture problem. Jack Jack Roaster's asking how many total rebounds do we know on Kenzie's career she's around 17 1800 I'd have to go look but here's the interesting thing and I'll say this to brag on Kenzie a little bit uh, you know obviously she's a Miss Basketball finalist there are 18 kids uh, and while I'm saying this Ellie Bartley who had uh, a knee injury we wish her all the best we want to mention her she's a finalist also uh, so Glasgow had a finalist we wish Ellie Bartley all the best as Definitely. she recovers from that just uh, a tough t- 
tough deal for her and, and her family. And what a great player she is. Uh, Kenzie, there are 18 finalists. She's a Miss Basketball finalist. Here's the argument, and I'm not going to go too deep into this. She is 23rd all-time in scoring. Before I even added up the last three or four games, she was, I think, 12th or 11th in rebounding all-time. She was tied for 5th in block shots all-time, over 500 block shots, 1,800 rebounds, 3,000 points. Now, she's also tied, or not tied, rather, but she's in the top 10 or 15 in field goals made, free throws made, and free throws attempted, but not field goals attempted. This is an interesting thing. You're going to have to explain this. Which I love. Really she hasn't shot enough field goals to qualify in the KHSLA guidelines, which is bizarre. She's made enough field goals, but she's short of how many field goals attempted, which tells you what? It tells me that she's extremely efficient. I was going to ask you, because you know we got to talking last week about analytics, and you went on a, a nice little like analytics lesson, right? Sure. Analytics being those those stats that are the the – what was it, the more defined stats? Sure. The more specific stuff that stats. are kind of under the traditional stats. Yeah, the non traditional stats. P E R player efficiency rating. Right. I don't I'm not sure exactly how you analyze that. No I, clue. I don't think KHSA analyzes that. No, they don't. It would be interesting to get someone to analyze Kenzie's per because I I'm gonna think it's off the charts. It would be fascinating because again, you're talking about and I'm bragging on her, she's here. I don't think it'll make her, you know, get too because uh, uh, she's very humble. I'm saying that with you right next to me. I feel like I'm talking with you out of the room. You're in the room (laughs) here. But, uh, you know, you're looking at a career 55% shooter who shoots shots all over the court. This isn't like, yeah, it's not like I'm just sitting around shooting two footers of my whole life. 86, 87% from the line, maybe 88 by now this year. Career nearly 80% free throw shooter. So when you look at efficiencies, uh, she's gotten all these points and she really does not shoot it. 35 times a game. I compare that to Whitney Creech, who did a great job. If you're listening to Bowling Green, love Whitney Creech. Great player. Uh, but, you know, she would fire up 45, 50 shots a night. That's a little different than what Kenzie's doing. Uh, your wife texted in. Coach Dehart says she has 495 rebounds, I'm assuming, this year? Yes, this year. Yeah, so that's alone. yearly. Yeah. That's almost – that's going to be 500 rebounds plus in a year. That's crazy. That's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Kenzie. I think she – the opposite's happening. She's kind of like shrinking away from the compliment. She's like, she, she's like, y'all are here to talk about me, you know. But yeah, that's what let's, we're here. Well, we let's turn it to Mackenzie yeah, and ask because I've always felt she's a kid who didn't really want the spotlight. What What is it? How do you feel when people say these nice things about you? Does it embarrass you? I know you like it, but you know, where are you on this? Well, I mean, it's always good to get a compliment, but it's like um, I woke up this morning, I had like twenty five plus notifications on my Facebook and my Twitter, and I'm just like, oh gosh, like, I have to go through all this. But um, the community's been great, and all my friends like pat me on the back, and that just makes you feel good as a person, knowing that people, you know, it could be the other way around. It could be like, oh, Kenzie's got scoring again, but it's you know really great. Everyone's really out there supporting me and loving on me and stuff. So it's really nice. Yeah, well, I want to say this to add too, because uh, she couldn't have a group of better teammates. Her teammates mm-hmm. are so yeah. supportive, and her two fellow seniors, uh, super supportive. Uh, Abby Young, Cheyenne Perry, who are, are great seniors and, and key players for us as well. You know, she was sitting at uh, twenty nine ninety. JP Blevins twenty nine ninety four. So we're close to three thousand. We're close to to JP. We're beating Washington County by what thirty. Yeah, probably. and and Kenzie's always super conscious about you know you don't want to rub the opponent's nose in it you don't want to look like you're just getting a record for the sake of getting a record and I looked down the bench about five minutes ago of course now this is their playing time minutes that I'm talking about I'm like guys 
you know, I, I can sub you in, or or do we want to see if Kenzie can get this thing into a person? They're all like, let her get. You know, the whole bench <laughs> is so fired up for her, just ready to go. And then when she hit twenty nine ninety four, just eruption on the bench, and and the same last night. Now last night, you know, difficult for you as well, Kenzie, because you got all that going on. You also have got a uh, win or go home kind of game happening. Yeah. How do you weigh those two things going on? Well, um, I think really, like, the record really was in my mind. It was just getting down here and beating Cumberland last night because I knew it was going to be a battle going in. District tournament's always different. But um, that's what we talked about at the beginning of the game, all of us. You know, we're like, we're going to have to go out there and really work hard. And it's our time this year. It's our time to, like, tomorrow night we done talked about it. Um, we have unfinished business like you were talking about the day before. So I think everybody's really on the same page, and we were just trying to go out there and work hard and do the best we could. So. You're talking about the unfinished business of last year's district yeah, in Russell year, County. Yeah. Talk to us about how that's going to motivate you tomorrow night. Well, honestly, I'm going to be pretty mad if we don't go out there and win because I think <coughs> that you know it's our time this year. I feel like and that's it being our senior year, me, Abby, and Cheyenne, this, we really want this. And I feel like everyone's on the same page in that note. Like Everyone really wants this. So I think – that we're going to go out there and work hard, and we're going to bring home the championship. You know, one of the things we talked about, and, and I love hearing her talk that way, and I think all our kids are into it. We had a great mm-hmm. practice today, and you can tell, especially those three seniors, they're fired up. And our whole team is. I don't want it's not, you know, just about those three, but when it's, you know how it is. When your senior year comes around, it's it's special to you. Uh, last year, we were so close. You mm-hmm. know, I had such an opportunity and uh, kind of got away from us late for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, I know those kids, uh, Cassie, uh, Kennedy, you know, they wanted it bad, and I know they want it this year, too. It'd be great for our community if we get it done. Now, look, win or lose, we're going to show up Friday in practice and get ready for the regional tournament, but uh, it's a game that we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely for sure. Uh, and, again, if you're out there listening, Cumberland County tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll be playing Russell County. We want everybody to come out, celebrate what we hope is going to be a, a district championship, and, and there'll be just one more awesome things that's happened here in a long time. A couple of things, and this is the first time I think we've had her on our show on 991 The Hall. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at Chumba casino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus we've had her on the podcast before yeah and we would tell you what number that was but i've forgotten when this is all over and here's what we've got so far three thousand points the all-time record holder uh male or female in medcalf county school history uh, also voted by the coaches as the fourth region player of the year that's a, a great honor uh ben allstate uh, in the courier journal lexington herald probably will be again you're a miss basketball finalist and then also a full-ride scholarship to what I think is one of the more prestigious universities around, Tennessee Tech. Uh, you know, not everybody gets in to Tennessee Tech. They're not yeah. somebody that just takes everybody. Uh, and then for them to offer you a full-ride scholarship, how excited are you to head about 80 minutes down the road to Cookville, Tennessee? Um, I'm really excited. You know, it's great. Like, Coach um, Rosemont, be my head coach next year, um, she takes me a day. She's really good about – following all the players and everything. There's about seven of us coming in for the freshman class. You know, she was just so pumped about 3,000 points and um, being in the district finals tomorrow. So that's really encouraging. I think, you know, uh, what I like about her, she's really encouraging and 
the whole coaching staff is really encouraging. I have Crystal Kelly, played at Western, all-time leading scorer there. So I'm excited for her to be my post coach, and I feel like I'm going to learn a lot down there with her and the other coaches. So I'm just really excited, and um, one of my fellow teammates, Jordan Brock, she'll be down there. We saw her against Monroe County not too long ago in the Class A. So It's an exciting combination. Yeah. She's a guard. She made, I think, seven threes in the mm-hmm. Class A finals yeah. in the first half. I mean, it was really wow. carrying Harlan. Uh, Monroe County eventually wins. Monroe County outstanding team, no yeah. doubt about that. But uh, Jordan Brock looked yeah. really good uh, in that whole tournament and in that game. So it's exciting that you two will hopefully form a combination that will last for a long time down there yeah. for the for the Golden Eagles. Uh, last thing, and then we'll let you stick around. You're going to stay. But last yeah. thing kind of on this topic, uh, not counting your teammates or your coaches or, or those kind of things, uh, but – other influences in your basketball career what really stands out as far as what's helped you uh get from i'm sure you started as a, as a little kid you know mm-hmm. and you just enjoy shooting the ball or enjoy yeah. being around it or what have you to where you are now give me some influences um well mostly i probably think my parents you know, have really always been there just for me they've taken me to like hundreds of practices they've worked with me on my own they've pretty much given me any resource that i wanted to become the player i am today you know i've played AAU for three plus years now so that's really contributed to that part of my game and just really having that determination drive to do things you have to have that as a player so you won't get anywhere in life without that you know we mentioned I do on the podcast I mentioned this because this is kind of where our careers stopped you were uh bigger than everyone when you were young taller and I was too now after that you took it and made it into a d1 scholarship I took it and made it into uh paying to go to western which was still cool mm-hmm. but it wasn't you know a scholarship and i wasn't a basketball star what is it that kept you from just uh resting on your laurels as you were at that point a lot better but then you get into playing other players who are equally as good and you how did you sort of mold your game and also and i'm going to throw another thing out there i bring it up every time we talk about you conditioning you play a whole game with three mm-hmm. two or three girls always beating on you how mm-hmm. do you do both those things well i think um you know when i was younger i always felt like i was a little like weaker and so that was kind of my main focus like these last two years i knew i was gonna have to you know get more physical be more you know agile when i was out there on the floor so i think that kind of you know got in my mind you know you're gonna find other ways to score and i've always worked on my shooting and stuff and a ball handling. So I think that's just really helped me to get where I am today and become the player I am. And as far as the girls all over me, I'm not a big fan of that, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's something you have to deal with. How about okay. the conditioning yeah, the part conditioning of it? Part. I know you, oh, yeah. you've had uh, a trainer in the off yeah, season summer, yeah. and, and just your own work. How, how are you able to go out there? Cause I mean, really we're not taking you out. We're just yeah. not. So, well, I think, um, that was kind of, yeah, something I had to learn how to deal with too. Um, you know, when you're a bigger person, sometimes you have to do that extra work to yeah. stay in shape exactly. and because um, you're looking more up the floor. But I ran cross country this last year, and I got a personal trainer. And I know I'm going to fix to start working out with her again before I go down to Tech. And I think that's just a personal thing. I just want to be, you know, where I need to be. You know, a lot of it is, too, and I'm going to comment on this. A lot of it is is just heart and willpower and, yeah. and willing to do it. You know, a lot of times we, we look at, 
you know, we say heart and hustle and we attribute it to players who maybe are lesser talented. We say, well, they're not real good, but well, they're real scrappy and they play hard, et cetera. A lot of times we overlook the kids that are that are putting up those numbers. There's a lot of heart and effort and, you know, I guarantee you there's a lot of times halfway through the fourth quarter that if she had her druthers, she wouldn't run that rim run to the, to the basket. You know, I'm sure that there's a part in the back of her mind that says, man, I've, I've done this 20 times. And, and when you do it, and this is no disrespect to, to anybody, uh, but wh- whoever you play with, you run into the rim every time, you're going to get it maybe twice yeah. you know, out of 20 times. And it, it takes a lot of heart and a lot of effort to just keep doing it, just keep going, keep going. Uh, so there's a lot of the mental side of it. And again, you know, I've met her family, know her family, and I think she gets a lot of that from uh, from both sides of her family, hard workers, people that uh, are going to push and, and get things done. Yeah, it goes back to that, you know, playing on the post, goes back to that airplane thing we've mentioned on the podcast before. Scream at Bill Jabbar <laughs> saying you love Robert Paris and Lynn Beer up the floor all down the floor the whole time. And you exactly. see how fun that is. So you've got, you got love two or three girls beating on yeah. you all times up down the court. It's, it's not easy. People miss a lot of that. Uh, you know, you're watching the ball. You don't see what's going on inside a lot. There's a lot of contact in there. Uh, if uh, David Dvoris tweeted, and you know he cooks, and we're getting ready to, to to give away a free lunch plate. I love it for our trivia. I'm going to make the trivia a little easier this time. I had people searching too far last uh, week for this. It's going to be a little easier. But you got to go to the website, thekysportsguys.com. Please, and everybody out there listening, just when you're sitting around with nothing to do and you've got the internet on your phone or whatever, go to thekysportsguys.com. Help us out. Yeah, check it out. There's there's something on there every day. I had Some of it's really list. good. Uh, yeah, and you've had we, – we asked a question last week about the uh, shot clock and how the shot clock's kind of counterintuitive. That was your piece. And then we had some scores this week from some games like with Virginia, for instance, that, what, was about 20 to 18 or something? Yeah, and, and it turns out exactly the way I kind of predicted it. You know, if you can't get a good shot against Virginia in 35 seconds, there's no way you're going to get it in 30. And they're not even looking for a good shot. They don't even care if they score. Yeah, they just want to stop you. So David tweets out, uh, pineapple bits with brown sugar and sweet cream frost drizzling uh, over top. Throw on some strawberries, and it's a dessert. So he's thinking into it. Dessert pizza. Does that sound good, Mackenzie? Uh, I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know what the pineapple and strawberry together. Now, yeah, and there we go again. These combinations I just, are weird to people. I yeah, think. I just think that's weird. The maybe the brown sugar and the pineapple and the drizzle that's fine, but I don't think the strawberries mix would be very good. And, and look, I appreciate what David is saying, but there's a difference between dessert pizza. Yeah, and, and you're going to cook this thing at 425 degrees in the oven with like pepperonis. Yeah, I don't think he's. I'm not in on that business. That, I'm not in on pep- I'm pineapple they, on pizza. I'm they not do doing have it. a. Um, it's a kind of a dessert pizza at Pizza Hut. I see it on the buffet a lot. Um, it's like that brown sugar. Yeah, like he's talking about. But I think they put it out there on the buffet because they know that's not people's favorite. <laughs> okay, so they're just I trying think, to get rid yeah, of strategy. I, I think hey, that. Strategy. Yeah, I marketing. think that. Yeah. Hmm. It's always be. there on Sundays, and I hmm. never just pass it by. I got you. Y'all are gonna have to try to get a little, little uh, more. I don't know, a little, little more uh, risky in your culinary try. I'm not doing it. I'm no? not trying it. I'm not. I'm oh, sorry. Come on. Hey, I have another quick question, and I know the people listening don't tune us out when we start talking about these crazy things. It's just the way the show goes. We had a great conversation of practice, and, and I want to tell you this: love, love the Lady Hornet basketball players. It's such a group of good kids, good-hearted kids, and. Uh, our practices, our culture is a little different. You know, we're not uh, nose to the grind, so maybe we should be. You know, people may may not be excited about that. But look, we we have a good time too, and, and we got we got on this topic. If I put three glasses of milk in front of you, and I'm talking stock Tony here, Kenzie's already <laughs> weighed in on this, 
and one is skim milk, one is 2% and one is whole milk, could you tell the difference? Yes. Okay, I agree. But yet some of our players are like, no, I, I couldn't tell the difference between any. That sounds like a Twitter poll I need to put out. You could, although you've already got one for food. Well, we got they don't charge us. But I would polls. like to know how many people, you know, just any milk is milk, and how many people are like, oh, no, I can tell this is whole milk. Could you tell just by looking at them? Mm, probably not. Did Kenzie think she could tell by tasting them? Well, this it was brought up because um, I got donuts at the – New donut shop, at which the we should cafe, mention yeah. because our school system is yeah. definitely. Doing that. I, that I don't want to give out free advertising, out. but uh, at the same <laughs> time, you know, excited that uh, uh, Dr. Lyle and, and everybody here have put together what are some quality donuts and really Very good, good yeah, stuff down really there. Good. So, but they have that old school milk milk machine, machine yeah. and the it's purity, the coldest, yeah. yeah, the coldest best milk yeah. in the world. And that's what brought it up. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. It's okay. Um, yeah, and I was, <laughs> I was saying, I was like, I, I said, I think they have the best milk. It's that purity. And it's the whole milk. I said, I just don't get that at home because we drink skim milk. And Abby Young was like, I just really can't tell a difference. And I'm like, what? Like skim milk to whole milk? I was like, it's so much sweeter, and I feel like it's just creamy. Like, and then the skim milk just kind of like watered down. <laughs> In which, if you've ever been on a team, once this starts rolling, what happens? Spreads like wildfire, and everybody yeah. has to give their two cents worth. That's right. You're all talking about having fun, by the way. I, I see the post-game dancing. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I don't see is, is Coach Jay Hurt. You, one thing you will not see is Coach Jay Hurt. It's, I'm out. You might see Coach D. Hurt. Yeah, yeah I see Coach T.J. Coffin. Exactly. You might see that, but you're not going to see me. I'm not going to go uh, Jim Larinaga. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Was it Larinaga who did it? Yes, Miami. Was it, was it was also crazy uh, dance. Frank Beamer dabbed, I think. Oh, I'm not doing that. that was the There'll end be of no the dab dabs. as we know it. It's like Michael stopped. It's the end. It, it was the dab as we know it. <laughs> All right, Kenzie. Listen, thank you so much. It's been a great interview, and I hope the people out there enjoyed it. She's going to stay right here. Stay with our show. Stay with us. We're going to wrap it up with some stuff that we do, some bits and some other things. Talk a little UK. Uh, some things going on out there, and we want Kenzie to jump in whenever you're comfortable. You got an opinion, you just roll with it. Yeah, definitely jump in. We're going to have a actually, we're going to discuss something that has to kind of do with milk in a little bit. Besides the poll that's on Twitter right now at KY Sports Guys, right now we're going to do the uh, trivia question. So if you're listening, you need to go to the KYSportsGuys.com, and in a piece I put out a couple of days ago, President's Day, President's Day, the piece is called President's Day Sports Comparisons. Call in at 432-7991 if you want a chance to win the free lunch play from next time Double D Barbecue has, uh, has, is cooking. 432-7991. In President's Day Sports Comparisons, who did I compare? What athlete did I compare to Grover Cleveland? Read the piece, by the way. It's brilliant. I love the deal where you had nine presidents who didn't go to college. I had no idea that Harry Truman didn't go to college. Nor did I. And I, when I looked it up, I thought I was going to be like three. You didn't know that or you didn't go to college? I know. Yes, I went to college. <laughs> I didn't get a scholarship. I gotcha. Uh, but I know. I thought it was two or three maybe. I thought Andrew Jackson. Nine people. Nine people. So I had to come up with nine comparable, uh, comparable players. And you went all the way as deep as uh, Moses Malone. And who Moses did not Malone, go to college. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. Um, obviously, obviously, like KG, Kobe, LeBron. I'd forgotten those Dwight are the Howard. easy ones. Dwight Howard, uh, Tracy McGrady. Yes, um, and then a lot of people Sean you'd King. never know that just disappeared. Yeah, some are bad, and I actually saw. Well, I say bad. They didn't they have played. a great career, yeah. but I, I had some people like literally. Uh, I, I we know how we were noticing, and you may mention the uh, sports couch. 
how we seem to find some of the things we do being bits on other yes. things or something. Yes. I saw somebody he put out yesterday on Facebook the best players who went straight in. Uh, You're kidding me. Yeah, and then the worst. Oh, so hit the trivia question again. What is it? So, so the trivia question is: We got a call coming in. All right. Who did I compare Grover Cleveland to? Okay, let's see if you can handle this call. All right. Hello, you're on with the KY Sports guys. Who am I speaking with? This is Leslie Sass. Hey, Leslie. Are you calling in for the trivia question? I am. All right, Leslie. Who did I compare? No pressure. On the on the KYSportsGuys.com. With whom did I compare Grover Cleveland? Michael Jordan. It was Michael Jordan. Wow, good job. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Leslie. Okay, uh, so what does she win? She wins a free uh, lunch plate next time that uh, she'll get a gift certificate that's valid for, uh, I think, a few months from Double D Barbecue. Stop by 99 won the Hoss, pick it up. Yeah. Stop by 99 won the Hoss, pick it up. We'll leave it for you here tonight. All right, sounds great. Well, I appreciate you Thank calling. you for Thank playing you along. All right, so I did. I compared... <laughs> Grover Cleveland with uh, Michael Jordan because Grover Cleveland and hold hold through to the end on this one, okay? Yeah, I'm it's on the it's on the piece if you want to go read it. Please go read it. The KYSportsGuys.com. Grover Cleveland served two non consecutive terms. The only right. president. Yeah. Michael Jordan won three championships, took a couple years off and three more. So he won six non consecutive championships. So he is the Grover Cleveland of athletes. Also, this is something a bit of trivia. Grover Cleveland, which you could have used for Miller Family. Dennis, I could have. Yeah, go ahead. Grover Cleveland Alexander, pitcher for, I think it was the Cardinals, and maybe somebody else. I was looking up to see if he played in Cleveland, which would have been funny. I actually found out he married the same woman in two non-consecutive the baseball marriage pitcher terms. Did. Two non-consecutive marriage terms. Wow. So, so I guess married someone, divorce. divorced her, then married her again. So Grover, apparently, if your name's Grover Cleveland, <laughs> you don't do things, things in consecutive order. That was just trivia. I found out looking things up. Kenzie, I feel like, was close to that. She was looking it up, maybe. Or maybe she was just on her phone. Had she gotten the answer, would she have been eligible? Hmm. Well, I mean, we didn't tell her about who was going to yeah, win. Yeah, I didn't, so she I didn't hear about that. But you were talking about Grover Cleveland. We actually had a discussion in class the other day. Wow. Okay. About that um, Raleigh Gardner. He was naming off, like, it was insane how many presidents. And he was like, and he said to top it off, Grover Cleveland had the two, you know, non-consecutive. And Rob was just, like, going back at him. They were going back and forth. You know how Rob's just, like, sure. history, yeah. like this. History but it, yes. it was just interesting that Riley, you know, he only comes to class now one day a week, and he just popped off to Rob like <laughs> which, that. Which sounds like Stock Tony's high school career. But he wasn't He wasn't doing that because he was no, doing he, something else. He, yeah, yeah he, he hasn't cleared to be doing <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. You were Riley, doing it just to, to be doing it. Riley's been on the podcast as well. He, he was on yeah. with, the, with LJ. So he knew that. Grover Cleveland was the 22nd yeah. and 24th president. He knew like... Um, Is that so, the right number? Uh, I'm going to go with that. Okay. He knew a lot of fun facts about presidents. I'm just like, it was just at random. You know, we were sitting in math class and he just at random was telling Rob all this stuff. And Rob, he didn't even know some of them. I was pretty surprised, you know, because he knows everything Rob's about history. Rob's a very smart yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, did he know that... Uh, did he know yeah, Grover he know. Cleveland yeah, and Alexander that. The it's like- <laughs> married the same <laughs> no. one twice? Oh, no, Nobody that, knew that. No. So it's kind of like stumping the Schwab because Rob Bunch is extremely Stumble. smart. Yeah, Stumble really. Rob. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it, I'm sure we're the only two people who ever watched that show on ESPN. I thought it was a great show. I thought it was a great show too. Really uh, smart sports guy. That guy I mean, was who good. can? Yeah, he was good. I Man, he knew his trivia. Yeah, he did. Uh, we didn't get a chance. Would you like to listen? And you've not got to hear this, but this was you last night being interviewed after the end of the game. Before we get done with talking about the game. I always like to listen to myself. Okay, so this course. is a couple of minutes long. So if you're out there, you may have listened to this, or you may have been at the so game and missed So this is the this. Coach J. Hurt interview. This is Coach J. Hurt. I think they're wrapping. 
Count the number of really dumb things that I say. Here we they, go. They were wrapping up, by the way, because Russell County had to come in. I thought you were going to stop at Alex Trebek style and just say we were rapping. Which is, you, did you see that where Alex Trebek was rapping no, through a whole I, category on Jeopardy? I want to hear it right now. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. Okay, All so right, let's here's hear the we. interview. Congratulations on a big win here in the district. Thank you so much. Surviving in advance, and you knew it wouldn't be easy. And, uh, you know, tip of the hat, congratulations to Cumberland County and uh, Coach uh, Kristen Anderson over there. They did a fine job and got better the whole year long. And uh, they graduated four seniors. And uh, I'm not sad to see Andy Flat go. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah. she, can, she can play. Uh, but tip of the hat to them. They played a tremendous basketball game. We were fortunate uh, to make a few plays, hit a few shots, make some free throws down the stretch. And then, of course, what can you say about Mackenzie Coleman? I mean, you, know, you show up and you're not, you know, it's not that we don't respect our opponents, but we're never nervous because we know we've got the best player in the gym. And so it's a fun thing to have. Right. Uh, one thing I want to say about Sean is he was not out of the ball game tonight at all. Played all 32 minutes as far as I was remember. And uh, she brought the ball down, took care of the ball all night, done a remarkable job. She's uh, really developing. I wish I could uh, figure out some sort of whammy curve on these free throws, you know, and shot. She just, you know, it's in her head a little bit, but she's a good shooter. But uh, two things she did well. Second half, she guarded flat extremely well. I thought Ellie Caffey defended well. I thought the whole group defended well. Kaylee, Marley, the whole bunch. Did it right the second half. The second half, we got stops. I don't know what they end up with, 49? Uh, 52 points ahead. Well, and Sonia was late. Well, and those were two bank threes. That's the whole third quarter total was two bank in threes, and I think one of them we tipped. And so the point is, I thought we stepped up our defensive intensity as a team in the, in the third. We thought about going junk. We thought about going zone. And I went in, and I remembered something that I'd heard from an NBA guy years ago, not that I'm an NBA guy. And I said, sometimes it's not about changing defense. It's about playing better the defense you're playing. Yep. So we played man better. Got through screens better, contested shots better, held them to one shot better, made all the difference. Uh, very physical game tonight. Well, that's not tournament basketball. Not just with McKinney. That's tournament basketball. And here's what Cumberland does well that gives us matchup problems is they're quick to the ball, quick uh, kids, quick hands, quick feet. We threw about 87 bounce passes, which normally are good passes, but against them, it's the only place they can get it. you got to throw it up high to Kenzie, right. and then you know, they're not going to get those. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was a physical physical ball game and you got to give them credit i thought they gave it every ounce of energy that they had cumberland did they wanted that game badly uh, and our kids with uh withstood the storm and were able to pull it out all right uh i'm gonna let Lynn give the stats now we've got to we've got to let the okay got to get on the air but we're sharing a table with outstanding we'll get out of your way congrats obviously to kenzie i told the official i said the reason they're cheering is because that was three thousand and he looked at me like really and I said, you haven't seen 3,000 very often, have you? He said, absolutely not. All right. Thank you all. We'll see you on Thursday, 7 o'clock, right? Right. Looking forward to could, it. Uh, could you tell I was excited? You were excited. <laughs> you also have been yelling for about two hours. Yeah, no doubt. That's why my voice is a little bit the way it is today. And I'll tell you, I was starting to count the cliches that I threw out there, too. I didn't realize I was such a cliche user. You know, though, I, I did catch on one thing. Then, And you always can go back and critique your own interview as well, right? Sure. Or we can go back and listen to the show. When you said uh, Andy Flat. And you missed a chance to make a pun there. She could say she could flat out play. <laughs> she could flat out play. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and she she had a you know she's had a good career down there. Yes, she has. And you know, I told her after the game, I stopped her individually and I said, you know, I've really enjoyed watching you play, and uh, I'm in it. Uh, she's had a tremendous career and uh, tremendous softball player as well. So we're looking yeah. forward to that uh, down the road. Look, I, I thought that interview kind of summed it up, but it was it's interesting. Sometimes I just don't know if people besides us 
get what McKenzie has done. You know, I, we've got more to do, and there's stuff left on the table. And she'll be the first one to tell you it's, it's a team effort. And I think all yeah. of the stuff that, that she gets is a team accolade. You know, that scholarship, that's for the team. You know, those 3,000 mm-hmm. points, that's for the team. And it makes our community and our school. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And everybody look good. Uh, and that's what it's all about. But, you know, I wonder, referees, some opposing coaches, not the ones that have to coach against this regularly. You know, there's somebody uh, probably in hazard somewhere that's like, ah, you know, she's not that good. You know, and I just wonder. <laughs> If people really appreciate, because I'm telling you, when I told that guy, I said they're cheering because that was three thousand, and he's like, "Really?" Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's just great, and that's a lot of points. And like you said, they don't see her every night, but you've got to be able to. Uh, you don't have to see her every night to understand it. You see her once, you should be able to understand it. I think, and he probably was. Yeah. A uh, couple of tweets in, and again, if you're out there, if you don't want to call in, we have call in sometimes. But if you want to tweet us at KY Sports Guys, we're checking our Twitter all the time. Uh, just to make sure, you know, we're getting what you all are saying. Chris Huffman has tweeted in again, says we can definitely tell. He can definitely tell the difference in milk. Of course, he's I a like dairy it, man. So he's, yeah, exactly. Says especially skim milk. Uh, Marissa Fields says she's listening. I think Abby yeah, Young Abby, said yeah. she was listening. They tweeted at me. Uh, and then Scott Johnson has again said he used to dream of talking mad amounts of trash to the Schwab. <laughs> to the Schwab, yes. Mad amounts of trash. I love I think it. He Scott be, Johnson's a good one. Yeah, he knows a lot of trivia, I'm sure, but I think the Schwab would have rebuffed him, kind of like uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis at the rim or something. Uh, thank you for replaying that, by the way. that was It's a special moment. I told our kids today, uh, and I know we've got other things. We don't normally do local sports a ton. Uh, we kind of get out there and go our different way, and we're going to do that in a minute. If that's what you like about the show, we'll get into some different segments. Uh, but it's a special time, and district tournament's a special time. And I told our kids today, you know, don't take for granted that you're getting to move on. You know, there's a, 268 teams. Only 124 will play in a regional tournament. That means well over half. They'll be done. And, and really, at this time, most of them, they're they're moving on. Yeah, true. And special thanks to Bobby and everybody here at the Haas for, for getting all that last night. Yeah, it was Michael awesome. And everything. It's just a wonderful time. And tomorrow night, we hope the same again. 7 o'clock, Cumberland County Gym. Looking forward to it. We play Russell County, and hopefully we're bringing home the district championship. We'll program. do our very best. Okay. So, you guys didn't get to watch the UK game last night. Not a ton. I did follow some really angry tweets. I was going to say, because I saw you tweet it said, we must have lost, right? I, everything I read was like, we're terrible. This is the worst UK team I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why uh, Fox and Monk even got on the bus. I mean, I, I saw some really vitriolic, mad posts. We know Big Blue Nation loves our cats, but we can also get very demanding of our cats. I'll tell you the best one I saw. And I, when I looked at my timeline after I went through, I think there were about seven and a half minutes left, and maybe it was tied at like 52, and Cal just got a text. So I guess things were going poorly. And they put, this reminds me of the South Carolina loss for the 2000-whatever team. Let's see if they handle it as well. So they had already given up. They're like, oh, this is going to be uh, a loss to Missouri. Yeah, how are they going to handle this? I think that was the thing. Missouri's not that good. Yet, they had a player. And how often does this happen? Career high. 
Oh, it, it seems happens. Like always somebody going for a career high, and I think that's what we, we're seeing, too. And we hear like people are saying uh, Super Bowl, and I mentioned that. Now, their second-best player had an awful game, by the way. Some people probably fail to remember that, but their best player had a career high last night. You know, you watch Kentucky play, and, and is there cause for panic? Yeah, probably a little bit. Look, if you're out there and you're critical of this team, you have every right to be. They're not playing particularly well. They haven't for a long time. You know, it's not a team that's that's going to go forty and zero like we maybe had hoped. They've dropped some games, but even they've had some less than inspiring wins. And last night was a less than inspiring win. But I think McKenzie can attest to this. You don't just go out and just blow people out all the time. It, yeah. it just doesn't work that way. If you look at the numbers, we were probably I don't know if you look at the Litkin House or the Cantrell ratings, whatever. We probably fifteen, sixteen point favorite going into last night. We beat them yeah. three times. We beat them in the All A. But nobody in our locker room thought we were going to go out there and just wax them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing for their lives. They're on their home floor. You look at Missouri, they've lost some close games. They've got blown out some too. But those guys are Division One players. Those are Division One players. Let me give you an example. And uh, uh, Zach Coleman was bringing this up the other day, just talking about Division One players. Uh, I've got a kid, Morgan Turner, who played for me at Meade, plays for Lipscomb, Division One. They're in the A-Sun. They go up to Western. They have an awful night. They were like one for 30 or something. It was just brutal. Western's very good. The halftime score set some sort of college record. It was like 46 to 3 Western. They just get killed. Lipscomb's won a few games. Uh, they've ended up beating you know three or four teams. They won a game in the conference the other day. They're not a good team necessarily by record, but they're a team that can beat you on a given night. My point is this. Missouri has 13 Division One players, and they're very proud, and they're well-coached, and they're not going to show up and just let you beat them by 40 every night. So I guess part of me thinks, you know, no need to panic. Yeah, the, a few things. You mentioned less than inspiring. A few things worry me about this team, but I agree. Look, we've lost five games. In the end, you play to win. You don't necessarily play to blow people out. We've lost five games, uh, two or three of them against really good teams. Uh, Florida – blew us out that's only really just like super bad beat we took we've taken so uh you see this team it's just like there are nights when only one of them shows up you mentioned like i've been saying forever and it keeps coming to fruition and i saw jason markham from a sea of blue tweeted this seems like malik monk is just not showing up a lot lately he has his disappearing moments and that's what scares me because we need him as a scorer be there each and every night, and I feel like he there he he has his moments where he just kind of vanishes. Hey, I want to get McKenzie in on this, and this is not an excuse. People are going to boo me and say, "Well, you're just making excuses for him." That's not really what it is. But when you are a player, and I'm going to take you back, McKenzie, to mm-hmm. uh, we go to Caverna. Yeah. We just lost to Russell. Yeah. Heart heartbreaking kind of loss. Uh, you got a couple of things going on. You get on a bus. You you ride the back roads over there. There are demands to road games, doesn't yeah. matter how good you are or how bad somebody else is, that a lot of people don't get when you're just sitting at home watching. I don't mean that critically. But but talk a little bit. How hard is it sometimes? you got a crowd of like 20. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there. There's no real uh, atmosphere. And I don't mean that negatively towards Caverna or whatever. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to get up for those games? Well, I think, um, you know, I'm talking about Caverna game and then Washington game, I feel like we came out flat like – and on the bus ride to Caverna, honestly, like, I just felt sick to my stomach the whole way there. And when we got there, I think everyone was just kind of like, we got there kind of later, and we were just kind of rushing Your through. Your warm-ups yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, everything just thrown out of whack. And it's hard to adjust for that, like, especially, like, it's the same thing. If you get out of your routine, sometimes you come out, and it's just like you're throwing the ball away like we were doing some, and we just really couldn't get going. 
And, and that's and, nothing to take away yeah. from Caverna or Washington County or anybody else. And, and that night at Caverna, Caverna played really well. Yeah, so I, I don't want to say that negatively. Here's the point I'm trying to make, and I know we don't have a ton of time to talk UK. Missouri's not a good team. Kentucky has to play better to get yeah. the goals accomplished that they want. We know that. There, there are things that have to happen. But these are 18-year-old kids that are getting on a bus or are flying a charter or whatever. They're flying into Columbia, Missouri, which is a good piece away. They're playing in conference. Scott Johnson, who's listening. I know you're listening, and I love you. you you're one of the best teachers my kids ever had. I, I, you're great. You're a good sports I feel guy. like you're setting him up right now. I am setting him up. <laughs> he is all about ACC's the best conference ever in the world. Ever. I think it's the best conference this year. I think it's a great conference. But the argument that uh, that he sent today, and it was a good argument, it was well done, well written, was that the reason the ACC is so good this year is because even the bottom feeders are really good. He's talking about Pitt. He's talking about North Carolina State. And then they said because they have beaten, and then they gave a list of people they've beaten. Well, here's the irony. All the people that they listed were in conference. Let me tell you something. Conference games are just different. They're just different. I don't care how bad Missouri is. I don't care how good Kentucky is. You play on the road in conference. It's a battle. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be about us. Just like you go over to Cumberland County last night, you throw out the records. You throw out the Cantrell ratings. You throw out what's happened in the past. You better be prepared. And that's a, you, you take that and multiply that to the D1 level. I don't go to Missouri and feel like we didn't beat them by 30. It must have been a crappy night. I just don't feel that way. A um, couple things, and we're going to move on. At halftime, and this is just one of those things as a coach maybe you can speak to, Missouri's crowd – it's chanting some iteration. We won't go with the direct quote, but of Cal stinks. Cal stinks. Cal may stinks. not have been stinks. Is that no, what it wasn't. Saying? Okay, I got you. And, and then you get Chan, uh, excuse me, it wasn't Shannon Spake. She's done so many of those games. It was Laura Rutledge. Laura Rutledge. Interviews the sideline, uh, you know, the pre halftime interview, which Cal usually knocks out of the park. He answers a question while they're yelling at him. And the second question she asked, uh, what do you think about this Missouri? Pep section. <laughs> what now, a horrible question. As a coach, I think we're going to hit her with the sounders. Is that all right? Yeah. I'm not very intelligent. I'm not very intelligent. I'm not very intelligent. <laughs> now, I think Laura Rutledge is probably intelligent, but that wasn't a good question. I wonder if Kenzie recognizes that voice. I'm not very intelligent. I'm not very intelligent. I'm not very intelligent. <laughs> I don't know that He's voice. probably over at your house a lot, eating a lot of the food, oh. if I were guessing. <laughs> yeah, I do know that voice now. <laughs> we um, won't say it. But, yeah, and Cal, to his credit, instead of saying something... He just walked off. Now, would you have preferred him uh, say something to her, say something about them, or just do what he did? I think it was fine. And after the game, he basically said, hey, no hard feelings. We're all good. That's that's a dumb question. And, and look, I hate the halftime interviews anyway. I hate them. Cal's better than most because his are interesting. You interview uh, Greg Popovich, miserable. Interview, He's miserable on purpose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Interview Bill Belichick, miserable. And if I'm any coach, and I really hate the like timeout ones. I'm yeah. trying to coach this game, exactly. and you're pulling me over here for some stupid interview? I, and nothing ever good comes out of it. Uh, how do you feel like you're defending? Well, we, we've got to rebound better. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's what you get. No coach is going to sit there and say you know, some sort of intricate strategy message. They're just going to give you something or walk away. Ever told you the story as a coach, you'd probably appreciate this. And this is uh, – I'm going to make it quick because you said – as you said. Yeah, and, and and the guys at 99 won the Hoss are being real good. They're letting us extend since it's kind of a special episode. So we're going to stay on for a few more minutes. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, Bobby, and everybody there uh, here at the Hoss. At the 91, I believe it was, this is in Freedom Hall, 91 NCAA tournament, the first and second rounds. My buddies and I, Mop, uh, T, uh, I think Wig, anyway – 
We go up. Stay I'm just the, excited that he hung out with guys named Mop, T, and Wig. Yeah, exactly. Solid. We go up. Uh, I think it was Cooksey and Jason. <laughs> we go up and stay. We got we got motels and everything. Yeah. Executive time. West. I don't uh-huh. know how we did afford that. Anyway, yeah. we go up there and get those uh, tickets. So we're going in where the players are coming in and the coaches are coming in. And Kansas is up there. And they're playing USC. So we're talking to Roy Williams is coming in. And we're like, Roy, Roy. And he's coming talking to people. He talks to us, which we thought was cool. Uh-huh. So we're like, Roy, you know, Harold Miner playing for USC, right? Harold Miner, baby Jordan yeah. playing for USC. What's your strategy tonight against Harold Miner? And he's like, oh, we're going to have such and such guard him and uh, maybe such and such. And <laughs> really? Said, all right. How about all that? All right. We got the scoop. <laughs> so we, you know what we do? We go all the way to the other side. <laughs> and you where USC's coach. coming in. George Raveling. Oh, legend. In. We're saying, yeah. Hey, George. He comes over. Hey, guys. How are you doing? He's like, yeah, we just talked to Coach Williams. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Coach Williams said, it's, you know, blah, 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 yada, 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 are going to be guarding Harold Miner tonight. He said, oh, is that so? He said, all right, thanks, guys. And then they come out. I don't think those two guys saw the floor. Because, <laughs> I mean, we were that dumb to believe Roy Williams. And he was, gonna, was really. Because I think he knew what our game was. Right? <laughs> so that's that, made me cough up a lung. I'm so, I'm so tickled by that story that I'm uh, coughing over it. As a coach, Yeah, because you you're tell, sitting there thinking, Roy Williams is yeah. giving me the straight scoop here. So here's what he we, played you bad. This is us. I'm not very intelligent. I'm not very intelligent. <laughs> okay. Oh, so anyway, stuff. I do want to say this. Uh, who has been who's been on Michael Mulder's bandwagon from the get go? Uh, not me. No. Who? Stockton. Uh, Tony Delk last night saying we should be starting Michael Mulder in place of Isaiah Briscoe. Well, he was sick though half the time. Tony Delk. Michael Mulder. Well, Tony Delk might have been sick too. Now he looked fine, but he said <laughs> he said we should start Michael Mulder in place of Briscoe. A lot of people are on that Briscoe. Uh, people down, are down and out on Briscoe. Brisco I get right that. Now. Yeah, yeah. He's I don't know. I keep saying there's something brooding. He's there. got it, he's got some Roderick Rhodes qualities. Like you get some good, you get some bad. You know the facts of life. Like, yeah, there yeah. you have the facts of life. Yeah, it's like Mrs. Kenzie uh, Charlotte. Uh, what's her? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, so anyway, UK plays Florida. That's going to be a tough matchup, but it is in Rupp. We want some, we're talking about revenge against Russell County. We want some revenge Saturday against Florida for sure. Let's hope we get that. A UK player, by the way, big time news this week, traded from one team, which we've been talking about this from Sacramento to the other. Let's play our favorite or oldest game, I guess. It's time to open up a can on or open up a can for. All right. Boogie Cousins, who we said last week, and I can't remember if it's on the pod or on the radio show or both, that I've been hoping for a long time he got traded out of that mess in Sacramento. And it happens right after the All-Star game. Kenzie, if you're not familiar with this, I just want to say this is a figurative can. So no people, no animals, no objects will be harmed. But this is how it works. If you feel like the the topic is bad and you don't like it, then you're opening up a can on it. Like you're going to fight it. If you feel like it's good, then you open a can for it and you support it. So the question is going to be, again, what's the question? Do you, Are you open up a can on or for the Boogie, Boogie Cousins, Cousins trade? Tray. From a Boogie Cousins standpoint, I'm opening up a can for it, which is rare. I normally go the other direction. Uh, it's a good trade for him. It's a good trade for New Orleans. I'm not a huge NBA guy, but you got Anthony Davis, Boogie, and Terrence Jones all playing together in New Orleans, and I think it makes New Orleans tons better Sacramento gets worse. They were already bad. I do feel bad for it. I saw this on Twitter. This wasn't my thought. I'm, I'm not taking full credit for it. But I do feel bad for former cat Willie Colley Stein, who has to stay in Sacramento and suffer. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that at all. Um, Terrence Jones, by the way, probably on the trading block if, if possible. 
uh, because there's no real room for him down there now. Kenzie, I don't know if you follow a lot of NBA or not. If you remember uh, DeMarcus Cousins mm-hmm. playing for that team back yeah. Cal's first year, are you excited about him getting to play with Anthony Davis? And I just tweeted that out, by the way, a poll. Are you excited about the AD? By the uh, way, Boogie? you know what would be fun is is which NBA former cat whatever does Mackenzie Coleman remind you most of? Because she's kind mm. of Anthony Davis like in a lot Carl of ways. Carl Anthony Towns can step out, shoot the you know those shots as you know because um, Anthony Davis was a guard. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody knew this. Did, and Willie Colley Stein played a <laughs> wide played receiver. receiver, right? Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody did that. That's a scoop. We just that is a scoop. Yes. So Mackenzie, are you open up a can on or for this trade? I'm going to open up on because I think I'm really a huge fan of Anthony Davis, actually. And he was on the 2012 team and they won. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Him and then before um moved to Gonzaga, what was his name? Kyle, Kyle Wilcher. Yeah. yeah, they were on the team. I was a big fan of both of them together. Very Kyle he, Wilcher-like. Yeah, yeah that's a good, that's that's a good, good Plays better defense than Wilcher. Yeah, oh, she does. Yeah, yeah McKenzie yeah. does. Wilcher couldn't guard yeah, he at all. No. no. But, I, yeah, I love Anthony um so, so do you feel like, Kenzie, DeMarcus Cousins getting to play with Anthony Davis, you feel like this is a bad thing for Anthony, like less shots, mm-hmm. less opportunities? Not really. I feel like um, Anthony Davis is a little more versatile. He's a little quicker, you know. Yeah, yeah I think and this I allows like, him to play the yeah. four spot now. Yeah, I feel like DeMarcus Cousins, he's more of a back-to-basket post kind of guy. He's not real, you know, versatile on the dribble. Solid and, analysis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that That's is. That's what I think. So. Even though, and I heard this, no, the big piece in that trade was Boogie Cut, uh, Boogie. Trade was uh, Buddy Hield. Yes, going to Sacramento. Uh, who their owner thinks is the next uh, Steph Curry. Which is crazy. This year, Boogie Cousins has more three-pointers as of the trade than uh, Buddy Hield. Really? That's DeMarcus Cousins, who is a Lebitard, more of a traditional. Can I throw in my favorite DeMarcus Cousins thing? I know we're 10 minutes over time. I don't want to take too much of, of their time, but we have a couple of bits left to do. My favorite DeMarcus Cousins, memory. When he was in the NBA, the Lexington Herald leader put out a full life poster that came in the newspaper. Uh, my wife, Dina, who was teaching biology at the time at the Freshman Academy at Meade County High School, put it on her wall in her classroom, and it was just fun watching these kids go stand <laughs> next to a real life boogie. You don't realize how tall seven feet is. Yeah. Those guys are so They're massive. Big. They're so big. It's crazy. And, you know, even you who are a tall guy, you stand next to that and you feel dwarfed. Definitely. And we've talked about this before, and I don't know if Kenzie saw this, but you would appreciate it. Shaq with a picture next to Simone Biles. Have you seen oh, that? No, I haven't got to seen see that. that. It was on our Twitter, but because she's like four eleven, four nine, four nine. Yeah, and he's yeah. seven one, and he's wow. besides just being tall, he is he's gigantic a big fella. too. I think she was wearing heels too. Yeah. So that's just what's crazy about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't think you um, really realized how tall or short people are on TV, and then it's like no, it was like um, the twins who played at Kentucky. Um, yeah, the, the Harrison, Harrison, Harrison six, twins. Six. Yeah, they like someone took a picture of um, one of my friends did. And it was like they were standing beside them, and you don't realize that they're that tall and they're guards. Yeah. And that's just like when people talk about they're like, well, I don't know why so and so is not getting to go play. They're so good. It's just really an undersized thing. Yeah. A lot of times it is. Yeah. That's why somebody like Barkley. Who was six four, six four and a half oh, yeah. power yeah. forward? He yeah. was a freak of nature. Just how good he was. His athleticism, undersized, yeah. or a Muggsy Bogues who goes and plays wow, a five yeah. three and runs the point. You just don't see that every day. And then there's the opposite of that. One of my favorite entertainers of all time, Paul Simon, extremely short, very small guy, but great small singer, like, great you know, like five 11? foot two or something. Oh. I, I'll look it up. Yeah, that's pretty short. Uh, okay, so how tall all, is Paul Simon? If you know, just call in. We're all open up a can for this trade. Then we're all excited. I'm hoping that uh, 
Boogie and Anthony Davis. And we got the poll out on Twitter, by the way. Go vote that Boogie and Anthony Davis are going to be on TV more. Are you going to play Are You Tripping, Coach? Let's we got do a couple it. Of, we're going to cut a couple of things out here because we are running so short on time. We appreciate you staying out there listening. We appreciate Kenzie. We've got a couple more bits to do. We got a couple of things in Are You Tripping that are kind of non sports related. In the spirit of Blue Devil basketball, we're here to ask Are You Tripping? Okay, Kenzie. So I'm going to say something. And if you're tripping, you're thinking it's not cool. Okay. It's, oh. And if you're not tripping, it's okay. It's, it's a good, good deal. So on Facebook, and we, we talked last week about a cereal bowl that's cut in half. And you put your milk on one side of the cereal and the other. This week, I saw on Facebook a magnetic cookie dunker. So you put your magnetic cookie dunker, you put your cookie inside the vessel, and then the side of the glass, you put the other, the magnet, and instead of dunking your cookie with your fingers, you just slide it up and down from outside. Or is that tripping? Yeah, I'm thinking that is tripping. I think I would just rather do it myself instead of having to go through all the trouble to put the magnet on there, dip it, like... And then you have to take it off, and you're still going to get your fingers wet because it's been in the cookie, like in the milk. So I just, I don't, I'm not really big on the idea. More okay. of a manual, not. Cool, yeah, good answer. Yeah, Coach, is that tripping or not? Yeah, tripping? that's tripping, and for exactly the reasons Kenzie just said. Okay, and you can vote on, you can By vote the way, Paul us. Simon, the consensus is that he's 5'3". Yeah, so that's probably about 5'1". Yeah. Yeah. I think that's tripping, too. Come on, man. Just dunk a cookie. That's, that's <laughs> as silly as the cereal bowl that's in segments. Yeah, Come Chris on. Huffman, by the way, says uh, that about this is not about milk, but he did to comment on milk, that conference games uh, are tough. And if everyone in the SEC makes the NCAA tournament plays like they do against Kentucky, then the SEC would be an all-SEC Final Four. It's a great point. And, you know, Chris Huffman played uh, up at Transylvania, which is highly competitive, played for one of the great coaches of all time, Don Lane. And people don't appreciate that stuff, too. People talk about different levels and – you know, which league are you in and all that stuff. There are a lot of great coaches at D3, D2, NAIA, Division One, uh, so forth and so on. I say that because I'll guarantee you the league that Transy was in at the time, and they've changed since Chris Huffman's day. I'll guarantee you when they went on the road, it was a it was a grind. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it didn't matter if they were 20-point favorites or whatever. You get out of a road conference game with a win, you've done something special. Okay. A couple more non-sports related things. Scott Johnson tweeted me some, tweeted us something today about uh, somebody else in the flat earth thing now. I can't remember who it even was. All I could say was whelp, <laughs> which is a popular Twitter thing. So I'm asking... Are you tripping when you say whelp? Is it something you only say on Twitter, or do you say it, or you never say either? I don't know that I've ever used the term whelp. So you're, you think saying whelp is tripping? I think it is tripping. Okay. I, I, I use it on Twitter, never say it in, in real life. Do other people do that? On Twitter, for sure. I've really? not see seen it. that. You've yeah. seen whelp? No. Only on Stock Tony's timeline. Only on my <laughs> timeline. It's just me. Yeah. So I put it out there on Twitter, poll, uh, at KY Sports Guys, whelp. And it's yeah. not four choices. So, But the flat earth. Whelp? Theory also a little bit tripping. That's a little trip. We didn't yeah. even ask about that, but yeah. The but yeah, hey, whatever there. people believe, that's you know, that's your business. Exactly. Just if you're going somewhere far off, tie yourself, I guess tether yourself <laughs> to a tree. When you're counting on the plane to get in Tokyo at six AM, just Yeah, just tether yourself to a tree. Use a really, really, <laughs> really, 
really, oh, good stuff. really long rope. What else you got? Uh, one more. Are you tripping? And I don't know why this came to mind the other night. I'm just thinking about old maid cards. And I'm thinking they're, they are they are eerie. Kenzie, you ever play old maid? Yeah, I used to play a lot as a kid. There you old go. maid cards are eerie. Is that a tripping statement? Mm, I don't think so. No, I, I'm not tripping on that one. I'm kind of in on that statement because I think a lot of times the old maid cars are, they're kind of freaky. Well, they are. They but weird me out. I always thought it was fun as a kid. I guess you don't really think about it when you're playing, you know, with your brother or sister. Harper and loves it. She loves yeah, it, like and, it and she will cheat. She will absolutely <laughs> cheat you to make sure that you end up the loser. Now, in some people's game of old maid, you want the old maid. Yeah, because you play it and then you win. Right. But in other people's game, it's like draw to make sure you oh, don't okay. have the old so maid. So whoever ends up So, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know where she learned it, but it may have been from me. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take the old maid and, and kind of creep it up there oh. so that you, you pick oh. that <laughs> one. Yeah. Do you ever fantastic. do the false tell on that and pick Oh, it's down? hilarious. Put a diver down up we there. We love it. <laughs> diver Dan creeped me out, but he wasn't the only one. The cop creeped me out a lot. A lot of, a lot of crazy They're stuff. They're weird, man. Those old maid cards, to me, are tripping. I just look at them and weird. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. When you look back at it, not as a kid, you see how kind of strange that movie is. I'm, I'm the same with old May cards. At the time, I didn't think, I didn't know why, but I wasn't as big a fan of old May. Now I think I just think they're weird. Okay, we're gonna play. And I, Kenzie, if you've not heard this imaging, be prepared for some beautiful singing. Okay. Okay. Don't worry if it all hits the fan, because you can't count on this man as Coach Hurts. Survival tip of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that's from the Stop Tony. That's my. That's from the repertoire. Okay. I saw this on Twitter, and Kenzie hopefully will never have to go through this. She's going to a lovely university at, at uh, Tennessee, Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech. Some, some girls at an apartment in Pittsburgh, some college students, had a rat in their bathroom upstairs. This is true. A, a, a real rat. This is not fake news. Not fake news. I saw the video. Uh, they, First they of all, rats, would that freak you out? Tripping? Yeah, I don't like any um, rodents like no that. No rodents. Gotcha. I'm on the all, I'm on the all no rodent team. Yeah, team. I'm in on that. Dina hates them. Yeah, no rodents. Uh, the, they had it in their, their bathroom upstairs. One got in there and kind of hit it with a broom, knocked it to another girl who hit it with a broom, down the stairs, and I think a third girl was down there with the door open <laughs> and maybe swept it out, or maybe it was a guy. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, they used like a three-pronged attack to get rid of this rat. Tell me. Uh, so the survival tip of the week is, is teamwork, teamwork, yep. teamwork, planning, and more teamwork. Got to work together, folks. Work together and hopefully just stay in a place that doesn't have rats. And then you will not have any, a, whatever it takes to, whatever tools. That's the survival tip. Takes a broom, takes a, you know, whatever. You think this rat, by the way, went back home and he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm like, I went viral. <laughs> I'm famous. He's, he's almost as famous as Pizza Rat. <laughs> I Maybe don't know not. pizza, right? Well, it, no, you know, it's 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 kind of gross. <laughs> this was a, this was all in good fun, and the rat uh, I think ran away, kind of like Scabbers on Harry Potter. And I think Scott Johnson will get that reference. Hey, I just want to say this real quick. Are you playing something? Getting ready to do cast off. Harper Ann is listening. Just got a text from Harper Ann. She objects strenuously <laughs> to my uh, accusing her of cheating. She does not cheat. She says at Old Maid. Oh, I thought she was going to say the Old Maid cards aren't creepy, which they probably aren't. No, she's, she's absolutely problem. saying that I am making this up and that I am the one. And she's she's right about that. That cheats at Old Maid. <laughs> but you're kind of saying like father, like daughter. Yeah, like I'm daughter, saying. like father. I don't know how. That goes. All I know is, in all seriousness, Harper and I have a good time when we play. <laughs> we need to get the big Old Maid uh, game up and just. You know, have somebody there to to console me. We should have included Old Maid in those like relationship breaker games that we had. The cast off. What we need to do and the cast off of Old Maid cards. 
old mate characters. Speaking of cast off, we're going to do cast off. If you if you're new to the show, we take a list, and this is going to be a pretty big list tonight, and we cast them off down to the best of our uh, opinion. All right, so here we go. Goodbye. call coming in let's see if uh see what this is hello you're on with the k sports guys yeah hi good uh, evening everybody this is jp How you oh, wow. hey we got a special guest this <laughs> wow. is jp Levis. thank you absolutely absolutely how's everything in edmonton man we're doing great we're glad uh glad you called in here we got a kenzie coleman sitting here with us well kenzie i i, I kind of hit you up on twitter last night but uh Everybody's proud of you and, and wanted to congratulate you. And um, I've heard a lot about you for a long time, and I'm just sad that I didn't get, haven't had a chance to see you play. But it's um, all right. hey, it's awesome what you've done. So you should be really proud. And um, maybe maybe I'll still get a chance to see you before you get out of there. All right, that sounds great. Thank you. Hey, uh, can you hang on the line there for just a second? I can't. Yeah, 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 and just because I just wanted to say thank you. That really special. Didn't didn't know that was uh, coming necessarily, and we appreciate it. And uh, it brings to mind this question: you know, when you have things like this happen, and obviously your high school career, uh, one for the ages, and, and statewide, just a great career. Does it bring back some of those memories of of your time playing for the Hornets? <clears throat> yeah, it does. I wish I could blame this on Mac somehow, like he <laughs> let me shoot enough or something like that. But he kind of let me shoot. Uh, whenever I wanted to, so I can't really blame it on him. Um, it does, you know. You know, you, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of things, right? But you know, for me, I just grew up loving the game, and I fell in love with it at an early age. Um, you know, my family was into it, and you grow up in Kentucky, and and it's just, you know, it's kind of in our blood in Kentucky. And you know, I, I live in North Carolina. I lived in North Carolina now for six years, and. And, you know, I, I was always – I was curious when I moved down here of, like, you know, how much do these folks really care about their basketball? And I'm in Duke and, North, you know, Tar Heel country down here, and they care, but they don't care as much as we do. And I go to a high school game, and it just doesn't look like it matters as much. And it just mattered to me. Like, yeah, I grew up with a passion, and I loved playing. I loved playing for Coach Mack. Um, he gave me the ball really early, and – it was just, uh, you know, I always cherish those memories. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that you look back and it goes, it goes really fast. But you know, those memories you take forever, and I wouldn't trade where I grew up and how I grew up for anything. I, I didn't want to grow up in the city. I didn't want to, you know, even though we didn't, you know, we, you know, as a class A school, you're you're up against the Bowling Green schools and, and the region we were in, and I always wanted to get to the state tournament. We didn't do that. But I wouldn't trade my experience at Metcalf for anything. You know, the, the friends there, the memories I have, um, you know, a lot of my character development came early through the sport. And I look back on the things I learned through basketball and how they've now helped me just in life. 
Um, so those are those are special special memories for me. Hey, can I ask you one question? Look, you talk about how much Kentuckians love basketball, and I've made the argument. We love our state tournament. We love our district tournaments and regional tournaments and high school hoops in Kentucky. You know, maybe Indiana's comparable, but I can't imagine there are many other places. Can you give us just a little bit of some of your favorite memories from district tournament action, the old 16th district? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, well, you know, like, uh, for, for me, it was just like, because um, the energy in the building, like, you know, we would go, like, those gyms were packed. Like, there wasn't a seat. It was, like, standing room only. And, uh, you know, I'd go to, like, the, you know, postseason stuff down here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and, you know, the gym's half full, and i just like, this just doesn't even feel right to me. Uh, I'm just, you know, I can remember the days where, you know, I go to Cumberland County, and they're standing up three rows on the floor, and, like, you can't step off the court because you're running into people. And um, that was just fun. That was just fun, and you know, you you develop a little rivalry there with with uh, with Monroe County and those folks, and so you know, uh, I enjoyed you know the crowd getting on me and 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 uh, and being you know, it was just a lot of energy and a lot of fun, and I think it brought the best out in everybody. But you you appreciate when you see like it's just not that everywhere, right? And I'm in a area that is that loves basketball, but it's still just not the same. Oh. Thank you, JP, so much for calling. We appreciate it greatly. Um, it's a real honor, man. Yeah, I know Mackenzie's sitting here, and we, we really appreciate it. Uh, very mm-hmm. touched that you would take the time uh, to say hello. Uh, I'm well, not sure if you're real from – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, well, tonight's about her. I mean, this is a celebration <laughs> of her and her career. It's not – you know, so anyway, all I wanted to do is um, tell her how proud I was of her, and I'm glad that record went to you. And uh, uh, congratulations, and wish you best of luck, uh, not only as you finish the year, but um, at the next level. Thank you very much. All right, and thank you uh, very much, J.P. Blevins. We appreciate the call. What a great call. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> okay guys. Thanks yeah. a lot. All right, take care. Okay, that was awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was a surprise to get, call, to get that call mm-hmm. in. We thank Coach Mack for probably setting that up for us, and uh, I know he's probably listening right now too. So thank you to both those guys. Uh, it's great to have him call in and talk just a little about that. He's the only person who knows in this area sort of what it's like to go through that that Kenzie is. So how, how does that make you feel, Kenzie? Well, I'm just really honored. You know, that's a really big name for me. That's all I've heard my whole life is like J.P. Blevins. He's kind of the beckon of our yeah, basketball around sure. here. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows who he is. So for him to tweet me out last night and then call in personally, that's just really great feeling to have someone like that call me and congratulate me personally. Interesting question. More excited about the call-in or the tweet? Young person, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, young person, I don't one. know. What do you think? Both are good. Uh, probably the call-in, I yeah, think. Yeah, see, that's I a... like talking to people personally. Now, oh, that's now, old school. Right Kenzie's now. A, she's an old soul. She really is. She's a young person, but an old soul. She's in, you know... I kind of favor that remark in a lot of ways. You know, musically, I don't get much past, like, 1980. You know, I, I just don't know about it. And, uh, you know, I, I thought she might say that. I, I want to say this, because... Uh, it's important for the people listening, you know, sometimes when, when records fall or whatever the case may be, you know, a lot of people say, well, but this or this, that, and the other, I'd loved his graciousness and, mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, uh, and I, I think, uh, Taryn Duncan was this way when you broke the girls yeah. record, just happy for you. Yeah. And man, if we could all be like that, Kelly Bell said that in morning meeting this morning, you know, it's, it's hard for people to be happy for others. It's hard you know, because a lot of times we have our own story of why we, we didn't, you know, do this or that. Or, you know, I would have made those shots if I hadn't had that Charlie Horse injury <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> which is totally not true, by the way. 
Uh, but I really appreciated his willingness to do that and his graciousness and uh, his acknowledgement uh, of McKenzie's great career. And, you know, people ask, well, this, that, and the other. It's not a competition. Mm-mm. JP's career is still as great today uh, as it was yesterday. It's legendary throughout the state of Kentucky. His career at UK is, is legendary. He made Coach Max top five. Coach Max and Paul Mills. And Paul Mills five. is favorite five at UK. He's, uh, he's definitely up my list now, too. Great player and a good guy. And we so really awesome appreciate him calling in. So Okay. Thank you, JP, for calling in. We're back. We're going to go back to cast off. Casting off candy bars. And the ladies in your office will be excited about this, Coach. Are they going to be upset, <laughs> though, that we maybe omitted a couple of theirs? Or are they going to be cool with it? Uh, they'll be cool with it. But okay. they'll probably give me some some stuff when I get in. I'll give you a little flack over yeah. Okay, so we have. But the truth is, and they know me well enough to know what really happened is I, I lost their list. Lost. Yeah, you said the ladies <laughs> they made the list. That. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm no. the trouble. Where's that? Yeah, I didn't have uh, it. No, 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 I'm so sure. Okay. We got a bunch, so listen closely here. And again, the game is we eliminate the least important one first all the way down. And McKenzie's not going to even know some of these, I think, because some of them are probably out of date. You think so? I think some of them are unmade anymore. She pointed at whatchamacallit. <laughs> okay, I think sure. whatchamacallit. But it's probably because of my handwriting, not because she doesn't know I think what I put, whatchamacallit is. Yeah, I, I spelled it. I think I put whatchamacallit call it or something. But anyway, <laughs> we got Snickers Bar, Milky Way, Hershey's Bar, Reese's Cup, Payday, Baby Ruth, Twix, Kit Kat, Mounds and Almond Joy as a, as a tandem. Together. Butterfinger, Three Musketeers, Caramello, whatchamacallit. And Zero Bar, which I thought you might also not know what that yeah, was. Yeah, I know Zero. Okay. And by the way, Reese's the only non-bar in the candy bar category. Yeah, we had that We didn't go with M&M's. With semantics on there. I, I told Miss Vicky we weren't going to. No, no Reese's Pieces. <laughs> so she knew. No Reese's Pieces, exactly. None no. of that. And we didn't go Mars Bar, because I don't even know. Do they make those? I'm not sure, and I'm not sure what. I don't think they make those anymore. It's M&M Mars, though. Yeah, We really is. just totally, totally let them out to- uh, all together, right? Sorry. That's okay. I don't think, uh, I don't think we're going to get in trouble with them. Mackenzie, who are you going to cast off first? So, so this is the least uh, candy bar you don't like I think like I know it now because if she doesn't know it, but that, she can go with any of them. I'm going to go away with the Snickers. I'm wow. Snickers I upset hate Snickers. City. That is the biggest <laughs> upset, upset since Ruxin was eliminated off the league first by Jordan Deweese in one of the earliest podcasts I feel ever. like this is radio history. Wow. Because that was the favorite. That was my yeah, – I that hate was, Snickers. It is <laughs> the candy bar. It's the ultimate candy bar. Oh, man. I ate you one don't today. like peanuts. No, I don't like pe- well. I like peanuts, go. but I don't like the Snickers. I don't like the combination. I'm going to give you a different one. If I don't El- like nuts in my peanut. Butter. I got you. I like El- yeah, so you want the bar. creamy peanut yeah, butter? I, I like yeah. the Snickers ice cream bar. No, I don't oh, like the Snickers ice cream bar. I don't like crunchy peanut butter or anything like that. <laughs> Real quickly, and I know we got to hustle, but uh, L.J. Gosox, frequent listener, Larry Garner up at Meade County, he is the exact opposite. He hates peanuts, but likes Snickers bars. Man, I ate one today, frozen out of the right out of the freezer. I love them that way. I'm getting rid of the zero bar. I think it is the zero. I think it's one of the worst candy bars ever. I think another shocker. I think this is going to hurt you. I'm not a huge fan of Three Musketeers. There's nothing in there, but no. just fluff. Not a big fan either. It's really good. It's fluff. All right, <laughs> okay, Kenzie's up. Okay, I'm going to go with the Butterfinger. And nothing's safe at this point. Right? I hate Butterfingers. <laughs> I never oh, liked them either. They're I nasty. know the Simpsons made them pretty famous. I think there's something not I mean, what good is that about orange it. stuff inside? I'm not there. sure. That's what it's, I've always wondered. I don't know, it's it's what your fingers look like. Some, you eat a lot of butter. I don't know. <laughs> Am I up? You're up. The one of the worst candy bars of all time. It's like a payday with chocolate on it, but it doesn't make sense. Is the baby Ruth Ew. Gone. gone? Okay, I can live with that. I, I think I'm going to hurt you next, but I wasn't going to put this on the list anyway. It's the Watchman call it. I think it's it's, it's my it's favorite way candy past bar. Its time. I, I don't even know what that is. So yeah, you cut it's, me. It's crispy, yeah. right? It's great. It's got like little Rice Krispies and a little thing of caramel in it. 
Those and may chocolate. still be made. You may be able to get one of the Kentucky Hills Golf Course. I think they're, they're still down there. Really good. And All it's a right. good golf snack, by the way. It is. Kenzie, what's getting cast okay, off I'm going to go with Mounds, Almond Joy. Never like this. Don't like the coconut inside. Don't like the almonds. Not a good combination. I, too, cannot stand coconut. I like both, but you know I, I never noticed. I like the noticed. texture of the coconut in my mouth. I love coconut. I, I never noticed, though, that Mounds was dark chocolate until very late in my life. Which is weird. Almond Joy. It's not. It's milk chocolate. Yeah. So I never noticed that. How did I miss that? I'm getting rid of uh, caramellos, oh, and man. I like them. Anything with car- caramel in it. I love those. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kenzie was she was yeah, not liking me there, but I'm I getting like rid those. of them. I just don't think they're a major candy bar. Hmm. I don't think you see them everywhere. No. I, I'm not sure that's the case. Okay. Anyway, we got the Milky Way left, the Hershey bar, Reese's Cup, Payday, Twix, and Kit Kat. These are the big ones. Snickers are the, the only ones. big dog to fall. That's right. And I am going to cast off, and this, this is tough. This is where it starts getting difficult. This is where Zach Coleman gets me every week, and he's always like, I can't believe it. Last week he was mad that we cast off uh, Floyd the Barber. Felt like Floyd should have beat Alice. Of all Nirvana songs? No, wait a minute. We didn't do Nirvana songs. <laughs> all right. Year. I'm casting off Payday. Because uh, it's just so I love Payday. Right it's the only like non chocolatey thing. They make a chocolate payday. They're great. Do they make a chocolate payday? Payday. They're They're, a chocolate called payday. a baby Ruth. It's awful. Oh no! I thought I thought they made one with chocolate on it. Well, Kenzie, that's awful too. What's getting cast off uh, next? I'm gonna go with Kit Kat. I like them, but I'm not like it's not like my top pick. Kit Kats know? are good chilled. Yeah, everything to me is good chilled. Well, so I love yeah, the Snicker bar, but you though. can't take anything with caramel and oh, chill it. No, then it's it just breaks like your teeth. All right, I'm going to cast off the plain old Hershey bar. It's just plain. It's good, but it's plain. Okay, this is going to work out well. Our guest is going to get to make the final selection. We've already seen she does not care. She'll just go cutting everybody's (laughs) candy bars. Snickers is out. We got Milky Way, Reese's Cup, and Twix. I'm going to cast off. I think Chloe's going to get upset with me. The Reese's Cup. What? (laughs) Kenzie slapped the table. I was sure you were going for Twix. No, I've got the Seinfeld references with the Twix. I can't cast that off. (laughs) That's really killed me right now. All right. That's my my favorite. She just walked out. They're the best. <laughs> they're the best it. chilled, actually. Those. Reese's I love are. them too. Chilled. I'm telling you, I can that take was, anything. That was and payback chill it. for the Snickers, wasn't it? Yes, I, I knew I was going to get you there badly. So you got um, Milky Way and, and Twix. I would not have gone here, but this is where we've gotten to. That's how cast off so weird. So often gets to where we wouldn't have ever gone. I'm going to cast off Milky Way, just because I've I've only probably ate about five in my life, and Twix. I like the combination of chocolate. Um, it's got the crunch and it's got the caramel too. So. I'm not a big fan of the commercials now, the yeah. electric right Twix, but in the words of George Costanza, Twix. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how about that? That was a fun cast off. Lots of fun. That was. Anytime you have someone who, uh, a guest, yeah. that always just throws everything into into total disarray, and I love it. Wow. What can we say about the show in general? Uh, thanks to 991 Halls for giving us an extra 30 minutes or so tonight to talk about district tournament, Lady Hornets. Again, Thursday, which is tomorrow, 7 o'clock, at Cumberland versus Russell. Kenzie Coleman, Cheyenne Perry, Abby Young, all the Lady Hornets, uh, come out and enjoy that. For sure. And again, thank you, Kenzie, for coming in. Thank we, you We've had a great time. We've enjoyed it immensely. Good luck to you guys both tomorrow night. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody who can, come out 7 o'clock again tomorrow night. I think instead of ending with our normal outro music, we'll end with the, the call again of Kenzie making the 3,000th point. Before we do that, at KY Sports Guys on Twitter, follow us there. KY Sports Guys on Facebook, on YouTube. And as always, the KY Sports Guys, the KYSportsGuys.com. There it is! Three pounds of sports. The Kenzie Coleman. All six of the Lady Hornets sports. And it didn't take her long. Uh, what, two minutes and 20 seconds.